Hello and welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for a movie review. This is Army of the Dead, which premiered on Netflix on May 14th of 2021. I love me some zombie films, so I was instantly attracted. Uh, Some of my favorites are 28 Days and 28 Weeks Later. Uh, Of course, Day of the Dead. Uh, I've watched The Walking Dead, (laughs) which is, you know, swings on the pendulum of good and bad. Uh, What else zombie films have I watched? I mean, Night of the Living Dead, I've, I've watched plenty, right? So I was very intrigued, my favorite word in the world, to uh, see what this was having to uh, send my way. I think the last one I really watched to this extent was maybe World War Z. I actually liked that movie a lot more than other people did. (laughs) I was sad it wasn't getting another sequel. I was like, you know, this isn't the worst thing that's come along, but it seems I will never figure out why Hollywood will keep certain things and not include other things despite the same level of mediocrity. (laughs) Like Manifest, I still will never get it. It gets four fucking seasons and Debris can't get another one. It makes absolutely no sense to me. Before we do talk about our review of this movie, let's go ahead and look, uh, take a look behind the curtains. Just want to ask Piers, maybe grab a pencil, take some notes. I'm about to drop knowledge. So this film was directed by Zack Snyder, which many may know from Justice League. He also worked on Dawn of the Dead, which is another movie I enjoyed. I was produced by Deborah Snyder. Zack Snyder. Is Deborah Snyder his wife? I'm not sure. Let me see. Let me. <laughs> yep, she's married to him. Um, Wesley Collar. Screenplay by Zack Snyder, Shay Hatton, and Joby Harold. And then the story by Zack Snyder. Our cast of stars include. Uh, leading man Dave Batista. I'm really messed up with uh, <laughs> no dialogue right now. Who played Scott Ward? Ella Purnell, who played Kate Ward. Omari Hardwick from Power Fame, who played Vanderhoe. Anna de Le Regera as Maria Cruz. Theo Rossi, which some may know from Luke Cage, as Burt Cummings. Uh, Matthias, uh, I'm going to screw that up, Shigawagana? <laughs> I know I screwed that up. As uh, Ludwig Dieter, my favorite character. Nora Amazeter as Lily, second favorite character. Hiroku Sanada uh, from Westworld as Blade Tanaka. Wasn't he Tanaka in Westworld 2 for season 3? Like, come on now, can we get a little diverse in our... (laughs) Tig Nataro as Marianne Peters. Raul Castillo as Mickey Guzman. Huma Kresha as Gita, one of the most useless characters in this entire movie. Garrett Dillahunt as Martin, a man who just 
needs to get his face mauled off we'll get there samantha win as chambers richard citron as zeus who played uh he was the in case you didn't know it's the name of the lead zombie and athena parampa Prample as the queen uh what kind of reviews reception did this get it seemed it was pretty you know <laughs> it looks like it made a little over a million in its first 10-day release i'm not sure if they're gonna have apparently they do have a uh a prequel army of thieves that next uh, netflix is planning to develop and release in 2021 as well so there you go also has the animated series and a potential sequel so uh despite its rather mediocre reception it seems to be trucking on in its uh and its fan base as far as um ridiculous zombie movies hey there's worse things you can and make and that's our look behind the curtain so how do we want to do this i don't think i'm going to go like scene by scene of course this is a review not a recap so i'm not going to touch on everything but we'll touch on overall um what did i give as a score i'm going to save that for the end but i will say i was entertained however it also was overly long so we're gonna go pro and con and i think that would be a good um so it doesn't feel like i'm dragging <laughs> like we'll give a, a critique and then you know a positive thing it's always the best way to do reviews so let's just go into the overall plot uh it looked like from the beginning we see that uh military are um escorting it's very high priority cargo turns out it's something that the military is experimenting on no shit right this is what they do (laughs) if anything is gonna fuck up anything in this world you best believe it's gonna be the military creating it and infecting two of the soldiers they head into the city where they plan to make that their new base of operations their new Rome. that's all well and fine but it's how we get our introduction to our main characters now this introduction with everyone and their families and it's like they're starting a video game and i see where (laughs) where that may be something that appeals to zack snyder's cinematography but it felt very i don't know just too gimmicky for my personal taste but i will say the overall directing of this entire movie was really well done the way it was filmed in certain spots it's pretty much what saved most of the episode it was pretty straightforward you know you have this casino owner who wants um batista's character 
what is his name scott him to arrange a team they're gonna go in and it's a heist mission in the middle of zombies like fuck it there's money to be made in there let's go in let's get it and if you're you know tactical enough i can see this being something you might be intrigued by right apparently after saving the the senator or government official he was only given a medal and not you know the actual monetary value of his services and he's flipping burgers and it turns out the character of scott ward which i guess we can go into him and his daughter uh, they have an estranged relationship how did i feel about batista's character on scott ward i really for the most part thought he did a, a strong performance he did a good job he had all of the the great action sequences down packed like i loved a lot of the action sequences that also is a huge plus to the directing of this um particular movie and that's kind of how i feel these are at some point they're show pieces now the flip side of that is the <laughs> i know there are people who are huge fans of the blood just squirting out at excessive amounts and i'm not going to pretend like dread isn't one of my favorite movies because of that but what dread had that i think this movie was lacking for me was that sense of the punk rock feel and i think it boils down to the music choices while on paper they seemed like very apropos fits however every time there was a music selection it took me so out of the scenes that it didn't feel like when you're gonna have that excessive amount of you know uh kind of comic-y amount of gore then you have to put it to a soundtrack or a tone that matches that's going to match that up and unfortunately the music choices only brought most of those scenes down and starting even with the opening i'm like okay this is an odd tone for you to set this up on like with 28 weeks later that's one of my favorite openings <laughs> of a movie period but particularly a zombie one because it puts you hardcore right there in the middle of the action and it was a huge action scene but the music simply just made it like what am i watching and then you saw the mother and child get pretty much <laughs> um smashed like you're going through their their prologue there it's after the fact right it's not so much as we're going to be following people dealing with the zombies they've taken over one part of the world they have managed to quarantine the place off and there is a refugee camp as well but for the most part they have the situation the world have the situation under control it's not an outbreak like we usually see in zombie films so that was a nice twist to it except i mean <laughs> i guess <laughs> I, I had a hard time connecting to the idea i mean at least the characters though i will say were pretty much as disillusioned and kind of didn't have much to lose i think my favorite interaction is when they went up to 
Oh, who was it? Um, I have to remember her name. I think it was Peters. Yeah, it was Peters, and she's like, I fucking hate my life. I'm gonna fuck up my life. president is a complete and utter moron uh they want to bomb the city on july 4th with a nuclear warhead to take care of the rest of the zombie threat i'm not sure why they waited so long like i feel as if the last (laughs) the last bit of cement quarantine off let's let's not let the problem possibly get out as it did at the end of this episode because you know people are going to be people and of course i mean you can't keep them out of area fucking 51 you think they're gonna stay out of vegas where all of this money's just hanging out i think that's really ignorant of the government to expect that to be a thing and not corruption to be everywhere but that's just my personal feelings so he's a father of kate ward's character and he wants to get this 15 million for her maybe she can go to college but he knows if he keeps flipping burgers for the rest of his life he's gonna probably put a bullet in his head so this would be something that would entice him it's kind of like yeah i don't have really much to lose plus he lost the woman he loved by having to stab her in the head (laughs) in front of his daughter and she was trying to eat her daughter while she was in the room very traumatic experience even the beginning where the daughter usually the daughter doesn't leave the mother or she's like you know stay away like she was looking for her daughter she found her daughter like they did a whole story (laughs) and i kind of like the the play on that like that's usually what you follow the entire um the entire movie is trying to find her daughter but she found her daughter and then they died together (laughs) so scott ward's character i thought he was solid throughout most of the episode hemin is uh i wish i could say the same thing about his daughter i didn't like hate ward at all and of course she's the one that survives because we keep we keep needing to reward dumbass bitches doing dumbass shit getting people fucking killed and we even said it at me these people have families too and what did you do you went out and was being a selfish cunt these motherfucking bitch ass niggas i'm not even sure why she felt the need to get gita like gita made decisions because she's an adult and she can like if y'all were in a relationship maybe i could understand it a little bit better but it didn't feel she's like oh she was my responsibility well she made a choice the smarter thing would have been to have stayed with your father gotten the money and then gotten the fuck out of dodge and then you would have been able to support the two children that are now without a mother and guess what at the end they're still without a mother and you got the money anyway so you just got your dad killed because you was being a dumbass and you needed to just go out and do the one thing he asked you not to do just uh i just uh it bothers me so much it bothers me that she was even alive why are you alive why is everyone else in the world taken and you special (laughs) i hated her character i really did and then her and her father like oh well you know i pushed you i didn't talk to you not because of what you like he went all this time thinking that she hated him for killing her mother 
and the entire time she didn't she's like oh no i'm not mad at you that you just weren't there for me afterwards and then when you showed up i didn't want nothing to do with you i mean i understand people being their own personal feelings but especially as you grow up and be an adult you're supposed to look at your parents as their people (laughs) and know that they will probably make mistakes the way you will make mistakes and the entire episode he's trying to reach out to her like i'm thinking about opening a food truck he's trying to build a bond with her and all she can think about is gita 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 uh let's talk about maria cruz who went on this whole entire mission because she thought her and scott could you know catch that old feeling again am i wrong that's some ass you shouldn't have been chasing <laughs> Tell me, i don't care about the money bitch you should care about the money <laughs> oh but she met an unfortunate end i thought she was okay um i didn't like her as much as i liked uh what was her name i think i chambers I love Chambers. I wanted Chambers to stay around much longer because she was the only one that was smart. It was like, nah, this dude over here named Martin, he looks shady as fuck. Y'all see things that tell you he's shady as fuck. Did you know about this? No, I didn't. Not at all. I'm just happened to be the right hand man of the guy that hired you guys. Like, no, there's no ulterior motives here not no kill him do it shoot him so i did feel as if maria cruz was just there her death was gruesome though she was just getting him to look at her like yeah maybe we can do this thing and then she turned around and she i don't know why though y'all would let your guard down because she was up in her feelings that's why you talk about that after the heist when you got the money and you sitting in the jet and all of the feelings are bubbling up that's when you talk about the next step otherwise all you're doing is setting yourself up for failure and uh she gets it right when that elevator door opens and zoo straight up just took her head and snapped the whole thing around what is love So now we've talked about um the trio of characters we can get back into the plot a little bit so they get into the city by using lily who is someone who can uh escort you through for a fee she has the Rossi's character bert cummings with the offer of 20 grand come along as well he was an absolute sleazeball we saw him earlier harassing the women so what was coming to him nobody was uh was surprised to see his face said die a horrible horrible death um it turns out that there are alphas that are a little bit more conscious and then there are the ramblers who are the lower level zombies i guess if you're bitten by Zeus then you become an alpha alpha has a or Zeus has a queen 
and she's the one that meets them at the uh, entrance and Bert Cummings is the offering because he's a rapist. How would you like to die today, motherfucker? No. So basically, if you're an offering, if you give an offering, you're kind of like, all right, well, you got safe passage to do what you're going to do. I mean, I can't keep the ramblers off of you, but, you know, we won't be up your ass. And that's exactly what happens. And they take him away. He just kept screaming. I wanted someone to put a gag over him. Shut your bubblegum, dumb, dumb looking ass the fuck up. Speaking of Lily, she made a deal with Martin. Like, basically, I help you do whatever you're going to do. And then the people in the camp will be released. However, she warned, don't you fuck me over. Otherwise, you're going to regret it. And after you were getting attacked and you could not defend yourself, you would think, let me at least treat this one person not like a fool. But no, Greedy gets you every time. And what he wanted to do was take the head off of the zombie because, well, he took the head off the queen, which turned out to be a hella bad mistake. Uh, because it's worth more so that the government can replicate it and have its own zombie army because that's for some reason a good idea. I mean, everything we think we're going to control and dominate. And then one day we're like, oh shit fuck with the wrong one um but of course he fucks her over and he tried to rub it in too like oh you're so stupid you fell for it twice why the fuck they had to run it no stupid you don't know how to defend yourself and you didn't think to check on that head at any point in time especially before you fucked someone over so now you outside and there's a killer tiger just waiting for you to fuck up in the best way humanly possible as they said, that tiger went tiger. <laughs> he tore him up. Ripping the head off, I was like, oh God, Jesus, that's so much. So much. It's a little too much. But he deserved what he got coming to him, definitely. Uh, especially after what he did to Chambers. Like, that was fucked up. And she was hard to fucking chill. Or kill. <laughs> Not chill. Uh, I loved her scene. I thought it was probably the standout scene of the episode besides the running through the Vegas corridor scene. That was great as well, where we lost Guzman, who uh, who I thought would not last as long as he did. <laughs> so Guzman and Chambers, they were kind of adrenaline junkies. This was all about their cred, but also getting paid as well. They had a friend that showed up with them, but that friend was like, oh, we doing zombies? Fuck that shit. And I'm like, why did you not think that was the case? Did you not watch the videos that he was doing? <laughs> I thought that dude was going to get shot or something, and I still feel as if Tanaka found him and left him a corpse, because I'm not sure why they would let someone who knows about the plan just let go. Um, and it was so amateur when they was presenting everything. <laughs> it was like um i've never shot a zombie before didn't matter she handled the business i will say why do these characters always feel the need to tell the person oh i know you ain't to be trusted 
Like, make sure that I'm someone you're going to come after and have an enemy. <laughs> Why don't you discuss these things with, I don't know, anyone else on the team and make a game plan and not, you know, show all your cards ahead of time. So, of course, he's going to throw her off the trail, which I didn't understand either. You're behind him. This is a critique. So you're behind him because you don't trust him. But you're so far behind him that he could put the glow stick in a whole different direction and you just went in that direction even though it made more sense for you to go in the other direction because that's already clear and then instead of just backing up because you realize this is a dead zone um it was so badass though her taking care of all those zombies being quiet uh and then he locks her and no one came back to say not even guzman like hey that's my girl so let me go back maybe that was just his friend i don't know but they really let her down because <laughs> she did not give up she kept going strong and then she busted that damn window and i thought she was gonna make it and i felt she really deserved to make it at that point because she worked harder than anybody <laughs> But before she died, why didn't she say, that motherfucker tried to kill me? Why did you not get those words out? I just, that was so dumb. That just makes no fucking sense. I mean, it's just bullshit. Fuck. Oh my, 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 my. He had to hit her gasoline tank to blow everything up. And coincidentally, when he is bitten on the casino floor, he has to blow himself up. But at least my man didn't go out like a bitch. He's like, hey, it is what it is. I got bitten. I'm blowing my ass up. I got the money too, so at least I got it. <laughs> Let's talk about Marianne Peters. She was a joy. She's like, uh, yeah, I got things completely under control. The engine's on fucking fire. It's a we thought she left them in the end. And luckily she had a, a good relationship with scott it's like she's so fucking weird because <laughs> she went back and i would not have not a nuclear warhead coming in an hour and 30 minutes they thought they had 24 hours but the president changed his mind and since he wanted people not to support not blowing it up he decided to do it right away before anyone can do anything to stop him so there you go they had an hour and a half to get out um so I loved her character a lot. I just thought she was funny. She had perfect comedic timing. I feel like I've seen her in Aliens before. Um, I should look that up really quickly. Because <laughs> I feel as if she was in Aliens. But I think I'm wrong. Let me see. Filmography. Uh, Tig as herself. No, I don't see any Aliens on here. Yeah, where did I see her from? Because clearly it's not Aliens. It's not on the list here. Uh, no, I don't know these movies either. Star Trek Discovery. That's what I remember her from. I knew it was something in space. <laughs> I was the one that popped into my mind. Um, who else? Why do they always got Hiroki? I know I'm saying Hiro... Hiro yeah i'm fucking up his name mr sonata why they always got him playing the evil villain type characters <laughs> he really liked to be typecast for real 
Lily, I really liked her characterization. I love that she was French. Uh, I love that she spoke in French. And she genuinely seemed to want to do the right thing. You know, she grabbed him. Even Kate was like, why did she bring that guy? I'm like, don't you realize he's a sacrificial lamb? (laughs) I could see that written all over her face when she saw the way he was treating uh, the other occupants of the camp. She's not looking at him like, oh yeah, I really, really just want to give you 20 grand. Especially when he didn't have that authority (laughs) to do so. Um, I don't even know how much you were getting. You might have only been getting 20 grand because the three family members were getting 15 million each. Everyone else down the line started getting less and less. <laughs> um, so I think that just leaves Vanderho. Well, Lily's storyline, she takes the head. Now this is fucked up because Zeus was just starting a family. Uh, Queen was pregnant and he was very happy about that. They had a very loving, aggressive relationship before uh, he turned <laughs> Cummings' character. So when he found out his boot thing was not only had her head chopped off, like, what was he going to do with that head? But it didn't matter. It was love. <laughs> he still had her. But he definitely lost his baby. And he took it out. So we know now that these zombies have the possibility of getting pregnant. I really want to write something with some of this type of mythology to it. I wish they had built the world out a lot better. But there's a prequel coming. So there you go. Uh, But it was intriguing to see this hierarchy within the zombies. I think that that is definitely something that could be explored more in modern zombie movies. Uh, We all know to go for the head, kill the brain, so and so on. But I love that he had had a helmet to protect his brain. So Zeus, he took the name of Zeus when he uh, looked at that statue. So he's like, I am. And now Vanderho is the new Zeus, which we find out at the end. Talk about my favorite pairing, Vanderho and Dieter. I love Dieter from the moment. I clapped eyes on that boy. I knew I was going to love him and I knew he was going to die and I was going to be fucking pissed. (laughs) So I just went with it. I went with all of my love for him, but I did not at any point say he's going to make it. No, this is the one that I'm going to, it's going to be on my soul. So I, I loved him with a wall up knowing he was going to break my heart, but he was definitely the needed comic relief. (laughs) it's like how do I put this on him and Vanderhoe and we saw that Vanderhoe kind of had a soft spot to him in the beginning like he's doing Lamas swimming (laughs) with old ladies and trying to he seemed like an empathetic person and as much as he didn't think the kids should come along he was very protective of him I even love when they fist bumped and he's like oh come on man he's gotta concentrate (laughs) Like, their little bond just works so well. He wanted to say, like, I just want to say, your hair is amazing. <laughs> uh, he really did love Vanderhoe, though, the entire time. He's like, I just don't know what it is about you, but I love you so much. And I, I love their relationship during this whole entire movie. It made it a... Uh, all the more bittersweet because Vanderhoe really did deserve to 
to live, man. Usually the black man doesn't live out of the situation. He did in this case, but um, <laughs> only to be, he might be a little bit more human though. He might stay more human than he, because, you know, Zeus was crying and shit. So I think that maybe they do retain a little bit of their humanity. We don't know what the government was, you know, clearly they wanted this zombie army. They created it. Um, so very interesting stuff, but for him to have, you know, he wanted to crack the safe. That was like a lifelong dream. I mean, he even said, I don't know if I can do it, but if anyone can, I will. And he did it in 30 minutes, in less than 30 minutes. The timer had just went off. And he ended up saving his life. He pushed him into the safe after he really told him to leave. Like, I don't even know why he was still standing around. How did you get ignored that whole time? <laughs> but he made that sacrifice where, you know, he, he stood up for him. He was going to fight toe to toe. He was going to fight to the death uh, so that he could get away or he could be safe. And uh, he ended up saving his life pushing him into the vault, closing it and dying. And a little bit of me died inside too. They really need to stop making these <laughs> characters that are so genuine and just sweet and kind and just dorky and really don't need to be there. But it's probably the most excitement they'll ever have in their entire lives. So... R.I.P. Dieter. Living your life after death. And I guess I can wrap up a little bit of the plot because um, everyone's dead except for, well, Lily. She keeps the head to give Scott enough time to get on the helicopter, which is just enough time for Peters to have completed the repairs. Uh, he clearly didn't want them to get out of this situation, Tanaka, because he gave them the, the shittiest helicopter humanly possible. Like, anyone else probably wouldn't even have fixed the shit. And of course, she ends up dying at the end, too. So that pissed me off. It fell at least one person for this team and not... The annoying bitch that probably could have had her live um, and of course and you do that because you know that your father is going to come and find you and he's a certified badass that's why you can do stupid shit like that um so zeus and scott go toe to toe i love that scene of him jumping on the helicopter that was pretty badass uh also it was the scene where he just impaled lily now i don't think we might see her for the last time uh the last we saw of her it looked like he might have bitten her and considering he lost a lot of his people well i don't think after that nuclear that anyone unless she got out of the city after that but i really wanted her character to uh to live as well i'm just surprised that they didn't show her death when they show everyone else's death um I didn't even see when Vanderho got bitten, but he was bitten and he didn't bite him like, oh, I want to kill you. Like I could tell when they're being a little bit more vicious with the biting, like that felt like some intentional shit. Like, oh, you willing to go toe to toe with me? You're definitely a fucking alpha. You're on my team, bitch. Um, 
<laughs> so he probably was just waiting for his ass to turn and he took a long ass time to turn i don't know how long it takes but i guess that'll be explored in a prequel as well but yeah uh him jumping onto the helicopter scott going toe-to-toe with him then he gets bit but he's able to blow zeus's brain out and then Kate came with the tears and i'm like fuck your tears um this is your fault <laughs> and she got all the damn money too um so there but vanderhoe we end the the movie with him getting out of the vault he has the remain he, he survived a nuclear attack never mind there would be nuclear fallout but sure 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 he then drives in a busted ass car to utah rents a private plane just takes out all this money ain't nobody asking no questions security ain't around bitch is like fuck it it's a private jet that guy can i'm sure his money is not nearly as good as this guy's money I, i don't even know why but he's going to mexico city and i think that's probably where the next outbreak is gonna be <laughs> and then those flight attendants they're like oh you know are you doing okay like no bitch there's a fucking something out in the universe and this man got a whole bunch of fucking money and he just running a private jet and he don't look so well like yeah i'm gonna do a temperature check <laughs> just to be sure <laughs> they should have before he got on a plane but i get it it's a private plane you know they probably just prepared for a whole other passenger and that is how the movie ended so where did this land for me i gave it a solid 7.8 it wasn't the worst thing i've seen for certain it was entertaining i think the biggest biggest uh thing was the time it just didn't need to be that fucking long it was like i felt i was watching that movie for 10 hours (laughs) and that really dragged down the the um the enjoyment because i was just like okay i don't need this scene i don't need this scene i don't need this scene a lot of the scenes i really just did not need um <laughs> but if it had been a non-stop like one hour and 30 minute roller coaster it would have been a much much better feel and definitely with the music choices uh i know that this is the end this is the end my friend (laughs) and doing every rendition of it makes you feel you know some kind of way in this apocalyptic type of world but it's also uh been done to death and you need to find the right the right time to utilize it and it definitely was not utilized (laughs) in the way it could have not any of the soundtrack so that is my movie review i will be coming back with another movie review on friday for tenant if you want to send feedback for that blackgirlcouch at gmail.com my social media will be below let me know how you feel about the movie if you enjoyed it or not until next time peace hair grease black girl magic <laughs>